You say teenager, I say toddler. Two longtime friends in different seasons of parenting process the past while dealing with the craziness of today. Enjoy! Welcome back, everybody, to You Say Teenager, I Say Toddler. You say teenager, I say toddler, teenager, toddler, teenager, toddler. It is time for a bonus episode. Bow. Bonus. <laughs> no, it's, that's not a word you can make sexy, but okay. We've done it before. I thought you were going to go in bow. sync with... No. Oh, did I miss something? <laughs> we went bonus. Bonus. You don't remember this? So I Jabai. thought you were going to like chime in with me. Okay, whatever. Bonus. You so, bonus. 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 You're ruining it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so season 25 of The Bachelor with Matt James as our bachelor. This is episode five. Yeah, episode five. five. We're Stabbed halfway through. That. Yeah, we're halfway <laughs> through apparently. The process. The process to find love. And last night did not disappoint with the drama. Oh no. Uh, we so I had to watch it. I was just telling Kurt that I had to watch some again today because I was putting my child down. So I started the episode a little bit late. So I watched the beginning and then like just kind of kept watching it in the background for a while. And they stepped until they got to the group date. And I was still just like, wow, there's some good tea to get into. Okay. First impression. Some hot spicy tea. Tell me what you think about what went down last night. There was a there was a reckoning. There was a purge. Oh, there was a reckoning. Well, watching it with Babs, my 17-year-old, like she's all into the show but hates the show because, you know, she says it's very misogynistic. So she's hate watching it. it. Kind of. Yeah, she likes it. But again, the women signed up for this. They know what they're getting into. But it's just, especially because of the reckoning, it was just like, oh, the principal's here. Daddy's here to like, you know, punish you. Oh, that sounds kind of hot. <laughs> um so, yeah, yeah, just the overall theme, it was hitting me more. It's like, I was kind of grossed out by, now that they're narrowing it down to more women, how there's all these one-on-ones, and he is having some lit lock in time with a lot of women, and That's everybody funny. he's special with. Fascinated oh, by this. Everybody, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I have such feelings for you, and okay. oh, I feel the same way. You're falling in love with me, I'm falling in love with you, and now I'm going to go make out the girl in the barn. You're right. Okay. Here's what I have to interject. This is not normal, Kurt, for oh. for them to be verbalizing their feelings, like the kissing and the making out, totally normal. For him to be saying, I'm falling in love with you too, to so many women oh. this early in the process. Like a few seasons ago, Ben Higgins told two girls at the end, the two finalists, that he loved them, which I think oh. he was the first person that ever did that. Like there's this weird tier system in bachelor world where you're like you know i'm really falling for you or i'm really into you and then i'm falling in love with you and then you know i'm in love with you you know it's like there, there's this i don't even know the what's the word like the steps mm -hmm. but there is this weird thing in bachelor nation where it is totally acceptable to be like i'm falling in love with you pretty early on to let them know and that you're super serious about this so it's not uncommon for the girls to say it at this time, but the but the okay. lead usually never says anything back. They just, oh, you know, I care about you too, or you know, they 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 dance around the verbiage. So the what he's saying is is kind of like, whoa, Matt, you need to slow your roll because you're about to piss off. Uh, okay. Um, Good. But the kissing felt... is fine. Okay. The <clears throat> kissing is like so normal. And I, here's what I'm fascinated by, Kurt. Mm -hmm. You're a gay man. You've talked about your dating apps. You said that men are kind of different than women in that regard. Mm -hmm. So why are you mm -hmm. so grossed out that everybody's making out with Matt? Mm -hmm. Glad you brought that up. It's not the make it out. It's the, I'd be fine with that. Just that. It's the, oh, I'm having feelings for you or, okay. or, or I'm feeling the same way. That's what's grossing me. That's what's grossing me out. And that's what Babs was saying too. She's like, no, it's fine. They're, they're all dating. But he's like telling all these women the same thing. Like one minute it's like, oh yeah, I have such a connection. And these girls are feeling it. Like, I don't know if it's nor I hope that answers your question. That make it so. out's fine. I I think I'd feel better about it too. It's like, hey, we're having a date. Hot. Let's rub on each other. Let's kiss. <laughs> but not like, yeah, I just 
oh my God, it's just, you move me and I'm, I'm getting to know, you know, I'm really feeling things for you and shut up. No, you're not. <laughs> Man, this guy needs to get laid. Does he get women snuck into his? I guess he has no. He has no outside contact with anyone else. Well, I he's not assume. supposed to. Um, listen, they're a bunch they of horny talk people. A lot about. Oh, well, of course, <laughs> they've all been in quarantine, but um, they do. They, like past contestants, will talk a lot about how easy it is to get swept up in this world, mm. where with these really, you know, incredible dates that you would never have as a first Ever. date with someone. Ever. You know, with hot air balloon rides and helicopter rides and and buying thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of designer clothes. That annoyed me. We'll talk about that. There's usually at least one of those dates every season. But yes, we'll talk oh. about that in a minute. So these are not normal dates. This is not a normal environment. So people tend to get swept up and they start feeling things long before it is normal to feel things in the dating world, in our, in our modern dating society. Now, I personally am of the mind. As we've discussed, my husband and I fell in love very quickly. And here's the other thing too. A lot of their, their conversations are very, I don't want to say calculated, but they, they're very purposeful. They have a lot of purposeful conversations in this environment. And when that happens, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just meant because it's short time period, right? Exactly. They can't just like shoot. They can't shoot the shit. You don't have right. time for that like you would a regular dating scenario in real life. And when you start opening up your personal life to someone else, then you start to feel feelings that, you know, you don't for someone that's more casual in your life. Of course, we all know this. So that's the other part of the reason why people are feeling things so quickly. I will also say, though, that I do believe there are some, and the reason I believe this is because I think I'm this kind of personality. If you line up every guy I've ever dated, you're like, what the fuck? This girl has no type. She has Mm. no true type. True. True. In terms of looks <laughs> or even really in terms of personality to a certain extent. I mean, there are some things that are kind of non-negotiables for me, I suppose, but I was always very open in my dating life. And that meant I ended up dating a fuck ton because if you're just like, okay, sure, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, let's oh, go yeah, for a movie. Let's go have dinner. Sure. I'll give anybody a, a shot, you know, because you never know where you're going to find attraction. Oh, you just mean dating. You don't mean having a relationship. You mean like Right, I'm talking about dating. So my point is though, if you have, well, in relationships too, I was willing to, to be open to all different types of people. And when you're that kind of a person, I can absolutely see how you could fall in love with several people at the same time in this kind of environment. And I honestly do think that I would have been, like, I would be that bachelorette where there's like seven guys where I'm like, I could I could potentially see a future with all these guys because they're all, they're choosing all these great guys or girls generally with legitimate jobs. Obviously they're beautiful and usually well-spoken to get through such a huge casting process. You know, there's a lot of good options on the table. So I kind of feel him. I understand why he's falling for so many girls. All right. Enough of that. That makes sense. Continue. That makes sense. I I, I get that, but is it typical for the bachelor to just like look longingly into every woman's eyes? Like he's just so focused on her. Is that normal? Cause they have to be, he just seems like he's really present. He's very like with everybody. Um, so there have been seasons where everybody's like, we all know that he likes fill in the blank. We all know that that's who he wants. Like Ben Higgins, everybody knew he wanted Lauren. Um, I think on next season, quite a few girls were like, we all know that he wants Vanessa. But like, for instance, on um, that Sean Lowe season, he really was remaining open until the very last minute and taking Hmm. in all the data and not like making his decision really early on. Because there are so many leads that are like, I knew night one, he was the person that's like, well, then who knows what you missed in the process? Because you had already decided night one. He stayed open the whole time. So maybe Matt is genuinely trying to stay open. Uh Uh-huh. And you never know what could happen. And again, so like, I'm so sorry. So like before, when I met my husband, I was dating a bunch of people. And in fact, there was a main person in my life that I thought was going to be my next serious relationship. But the fact of the matter was, I was like, I'm staying open. The books tell me to stay open. (laughs) I've done a lot of research on dating. Yes, you have. They say stay open. So I was staying open to the possibilities of everything. And as everything shook down, this is 
this is what came about. And so I honestly think a lot of bachelors and bachelorettes would do a lot better if they would remain open. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. Enough, I beat that. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, you know, I'll give that to him. Um, yeah, no, make it out's fine. Get down. I I wouldn't mind seeing a little more, whatever's appropriate for TV. <laughs> but I, but yeah, just lay off the comments a little bit. Like, you know, just be careful because girls talk and girls are living together and and I don't know if this is typical of every season, but it's all of a sudden, it's just the reality is kind of hitting all the girls that wait, we're all yes. dating the same guy right? as it gets. And then it starts to be like, ick. Right. I don't know. I got an ick feeling okay. yesterday several times because like okay. he sneaks off and he's- Was it because you I... needed a shower? Oh, good question. Probably. No. <laughs> um, like, okay. Here's what I was going to say. I think there are certain things he does that is inappropriate, especially if you're trying to like really like properly date all these women. Like don't sneak off when you're on a group date and make out with somebody. Like I know it makes for good TV. Is that normal? Um, or other people can kinda. see it. Well, when you're dating, I'm all about, hey, if you're dating, date three, four people until you figure it out. That's fine. Whatever. Five, six. But like you're not going to do things in front of the other people. But again, like you said earlier, that's the show they signed on for. Most I can't yeah. ima- I can't think of any season in which most of the girls didn't at least witness him making out with, you know, one okay. other person at the very least. Yeah. Not several. I, I mean, yeah, my bachelor cherry just got popped. So, you know, okay. I'm 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 still figuring this out. Um, yeah, but okay. just the misogynistic vibe really came out. And I didn't like what went down. Okay. There were some girls that needed to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Newsflash. This is very important. We need to talk about this. Trumplican warning. We have Trumplicans in the Bachelor. Trumplicans are in the Bachelor. Apparently, Anna was a Trumplican, but she's gone. But the big problem here, and I'm sure you've read all about it. If not, you will today. Rachel. Rachel is supposed to be a Trumplican. She's from Georgia. There are, there's a big article. I read some articles last night. Actually, I need to give Babs credit. Babs is really upset. She was like, she like, you know, does her little research and she gets a lot of stuff from TikTok too. And she's like, I need to be on this show. And I'm like, yes, Leanne is going to interview you again for Bab <laughs> Claps Back too. But she also wants to be on a Bachelor. And I said, sure, that'll be fun. We'll bring you on a Bachelor show. But I want to give Babs credit. She brought this to my attention. And she says, yeah, Rachel's a Trumplican. And I'm like, what? So I start researching it. There are articles and articles and it's controversial. There are some people that want or want to, or there are people that are thinking about or are boycotting the show because this is Black History Month. Here's the deal. I'm going to make myself very clear. Okay. There are leftists. There are Democrats. There are Republicans. And there are Trumplicans. I am fine. I, I I am not a Republican, but cool. Bring on the Republican. We can coexist. Trumplicans, that is not cool. That is a problem. You know, the tr- that is alignment with, you know. So anyway, I don't want to get like into make get really deep into this. But what I was reading, this is the perspective of the author of this article. I wish I had saved it. I, can't, I know I can find it. About Rachel. But also it's suspected that Matt is a Republican. Right. Which was what I was about to bring up. I was like, well. Yes. And that's fine. With that. Well. I'm okay. You know, I'm not crazy about it, but I don't think it serves him to be, uh, but that's his choice. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. Babs was talking about how he didn't vote. How, he probably voted for Biden. I don't know, whatever. And she doesn't know how he voted in the first election. There was some article she was reading, but the author was talking about how this is black history month and how Rachel there's a picture of her. Uh, sorry, she liked a post. There was a woman in a MAGA hat. MAGA hats are disgusting, vile. It's a symbol of hatred and bigotry. They're disgusting in what it stands for. A woman was in a MAGA hat, a white woman. Another white woman was pointing to her, and then Rachel liked the post. And then people were like, What's up with that? Like, that's not cool. And they were just saying, Black History Month, you know, the first black, the first that's black. Right. Bachelor, I was a contestant, but I guess yes, you you know, first black bachelor, and he's taking this woman on a date who may be a Trumplican. You know, that's just some side chatter. Um, Can I I want to point that out? I mean, I don't know if I'm done yet. (laughs) No, (laughs) okay, go ahead. Um, And again, it's not just this. Isn't just like a oh, a Democrat or Republican thing. This we saw what happened. 
we there is an uprising in this country that is dangerous still to this point and we have to be careful about there's a third party thing going on and it's just there is a lot of hatred being fueled and it's it's quite it's scary five people died too so anyway that's okay. my two cents go for it beat me up now beat me up okay couple things from a more like nerdy librarian standpoint of mm-hmm. all the research that I did as I told you oh Oh, yeah, yeah, please. You know, for instance, I think I've talked about eHarmony before on the show. And like I read his book and the amount of research that went into eHarmony and finding and understanding the 36 dimensions of compatibility. 36? I believe it was 36. Jesus. And there's even categories within that. But my point where I'm going with this is what their research shows that when it comes to lasting, loving marriages or relationships in general, you want someone similar to you in many different dimensions in order to not to have to feel like you are constantly compromising who you are and what you want. Correct. I like that. The difference is, is where the conflict comes in, right? So if you can be well-matched in industriousness, in education, and how much money you make, in your religion, in all these different personality traits or whatever, um, then, you know, you stand a better chance of actually being happy with each other. So mm-hmm. I was going to say that I, as far as I know, he's a Republican and that could mm-hmm. be, he's a, a Republican fiscally, you know, maybe that's why I don't care. I don't care about his political views as if Ouch. I'm watching this, hold on, if I'm, hold on. If I'm watching this because I want to watch a love story unfold and see a little drama in between, then I think the real concern should be, does it match up with whoever Mm -hmm. he ends up with? Now, Mm -hmm. you're reading some articles, you're looking at some, this poor girl went and like, I'm sorry, I think it's, I'm so sick of, she liked that picture, she liked that post, that makes her this, you know, one does not equal the other. I disagree with that. Okay, you're Especially it depends on what post Hold on, I let you talk, let me talk. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm 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 trying to reassimilate my thoughts. <laughs> okay, I cannot even begin to tell you how much scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, and I see friends smiling in a picture, and I hit the like button and keep scrolling. Am I investigating every fucking post I like? And like, is there anything in there that is off-putting to anybody on this planet? No, I'm not. It was a picture of friends or family members or whatever that she hit the like button on. And we don't know the intensity with which she likes the picture. And I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't want to cancel her because she liked a fucking picture with somebody wearing a MAGA hat. I'm sorry. Now, do I like... All the stuff that Trump has stood for all these years. No, you know, I don't, you know, I don't that I'm fairly progressive in my, in my political viewpoints and that I generally vote democratic. Now I didn't always, we've talked about that, but I I am not, plus she's young at her age. How old is she? I might've still been in her twenties, 27, maybe in my early twenties, I was still voting Republican. Um, and not because I had any good reason to, it's just because the, it was the way I was raised. It wasn't until I started like actually breaking things down and figuring out on my own. We don't know what her political views are going to be in 10 years. Um, so I just, I don't want to demonize somebody for a couple of posts that, that we've seen or whatever. There's been some other tea that have come out about her and I'm just like, guys, like what? Oh, some girl says, um, something like, you know, you, I think it's hilarious that you're dating this black guy on this show when you used to make fun of me for liking black dudes or something like that. And I just sounds it sounds typical of Rachel. Okay, carry on. Oh my goodness, because you know her so well. <laughs> I we talked do. about this last week. You know about like we don't gen- actually, these are human beings and we don't actually know them. So um, the thing is yeah. though, anybody, somebody, anybody, anybody who doesn't like you or has been pissed off at you, and you know that there's people in your past who would do it. Yeah, are going to throw something out and everybody's just going to leech onto it because it's yeah, we feed on the drama, we feed on the drama and it's good tea or whatever. So anytime people come out with stuff like that, oh, well, she used to do this to me. I take it with a grain of salt until I see the receipts, get more proof, more context. (laughs) I love it. 
then I'm not going, I'm going to withhold judgment because we don't know this girl. The problem was her mom kind of went hard in the paint for some people. Like her mom was defending her online and her mom should have just stayed out of it. Um, from the messages that I saw floating around the internet or whatever, but I haven't researched all of this enough. I understand that you feel very passionately about it, but we're watching a show about a guy dating like 35 to 40 women at one time. I mean, can we really expect everybody to have a spotless past or a spotless present for that matter? None of us. Well, the show would be boring. The show would be boring. And that's exactly and that's, so that's what that's I want fine. a love story with some drama in between and I don't want it to turn into a political thing anymore. I understand where you're coming okay. from. Right. I hear you on many things. Okay. I hear you. I just want I I want you to I hear you loud and clear on many things. And I hear you on just scrolling and liking things, but this is not what that's about. I equate, So you think it. You're not in her mind. I know, but I'm just saying this. Okay. I understand the aimless scrolling and things like that. But if there was obviously a Ku Klux Klan rally, you're not going to like the picture. And it's not just me. Those hats are a symbol of hate to people of color, to any, uh, to a lot of people. Okay. And you just got to be careful when you're a celebrity, when you're a public she fiction wasn't celebrity. She was one at the time. Okay. I'll give you that. That it wasn't true. a random picture that she was liking. It was it was like a friend or a family member or something. But there's more. And anyway, there's it's not just the picture. I'd have to research it more if I care to, even I don't really have the time about Rachel. But, and you know, no, it's not just the picture. But anyway. Okay. I understand you don't want things to be political, but unfortunately, today's world, it's it goes deeper than that. It's not just about like, oh, we're going to be political. Our dollars, we can we contribute what we support, you know, and that's all I'm saying. Like I get that's- I get what you're saying, but I disagree that that everything has to be political and that it is somehow weaved into every television show under the sun or every, you know, it doesn't have to seep into every aspect of our being. No, but when it but we need to call it out when something is not right. And that's what I'm doing. And okay. that's just where I stand. I get it. I, I totally, yeah. I kind of feel like you came for her hard and Bachelor Nation has come for her hard without really all the facts, without all the context, without even knowing her. I'm not alone in this. No, she's gotten some, she's gotten some hate, especially with that girl coming about, you know, like you made fun of me for liking black guys. And it's like, one girl is saying this. We don't know anything else. I mean, there may be 20 other people that are like, what are you talking? Oh, that girl, that girl, that girl was crazy. Everybody knew that girl was crazy or whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? We don't have any context. So I'm not just like, oh, I believe you. Yes, you're right. She seems like that kind of person. That's not okay. I don't want people doing that to me. Well, we're spilling the tea. This isn't that a nicey, nicey show. That's why I said that. Okay. Well, I just want to point out that you brought up the that you <laughs> you brought up the political stuff. Can we move on to I the did. bullying? Yes, and I love this. No, yes, I love it. Like I feel like never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> you no, feel like I, what? You finished nothing. that sentence. <laughs> I feel like I was being bullied. I'm kidding. I did not feel bullied. <laughs> you were not being bullied. You were being disagreed with. Okay. Yes. So here's the, the thing. Yes, I, I know. I'm giving you. I'm I'm joshing you. Okay. Um, I will say something positive about her. Okay. That okay? pointed, and I always look for the positive. That's my downfall in people. And I get, that's <laughs> why I get burned more than twice. You know, sometimes okay. <laughs> burn me once, shame on you, burn me twice, shame on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always seek to find like the good in people. And that's my problem. Um, sometimes, okay. not always. Sometimes it's a okay. problem. Continue. Not anyway. Oh, God, I'm so like rambly today. I love it. <laughs> Um, I did like how she handled the other girl that got her one-on-one date. She was like really sweet and supportive after she had her magical princess shopping date. She was really supportive of the other girl and you haven't seen that from other people. So I did feel a warmth into my cold heart towards Rachel. I have a cold heart towards Rachel, but I felt like a little warmth in there when she was being nice. That makes sense. Yes, and and it may just not have been aired, but I didn't see her being ugly to the new girls the way that we saw Rachel? lots of other people. Rachel, I didn't see her being. Oh ugly yeah, see, I think that's where confusion in comes in. We didn't see some of this stuff. That's why the calling out process to scoot back to the beginning, I think, was a little confusing because you know we open up. It's the whole OG versus the new girl. Katie went to Matt. Do you agree with Katie going to Matt? Yes, and telling we already him talked you about do. That. 
Yeah. We did talk about it. Okay. It had gotten really bad. As we said, uh, what they were saying, the rumor that Anna had spread was the the kind of thing that had the potential to ruin her life, you know, lose her job, all that kind of stuff. So yes, yes, they needed to be dealt with. Oh yeah. And I want to say, and I do want to say that I see this, I totally agree with you now. Cause at first I'm like, I didn't like Brittany and it was fun when someone was like bringing up something on her, but I didn't understand. I didn't see the severity of it at the time, but it's big. Like that can carry her around. She could always be like, Oh, you're that prostitute that was on the bachelor. I mean, that could happen. You know, I do completely agree that Anna needed to go. Right. I think that Matt handled it the best way that he could. And then let's talk about Victoria. (laughs) Okay, wait, though, I'm not done talking about Anna just yet, because you said that you were like, oh, he came in like the principal or daddy's here and I'm going to scold y'all or whatever. So you didn't you were you did like it or you didn't like it when he came in and he was like, so this has been brought to my attention and we need to deal with it. You it seemed like you didn't like that. I didn't that didn't bother me as it progressed. It bothered me. It seemed like every little thing brought to Matt's attention had to be like. I felt like the girls were then like, oh, now we can go to Matt and tell him that someone said JV. Can you give me an example of every little thing that you think that he... There were there were three other... I guess there were about three girls that came to him with stuff. Um, I understand the Britney stuff. Like that was... Yes, that was not acceptable. And he's so like, you don't this think Ryan should have said um, that, you know, Victoria did this and she called me a hoe because I'm a dancer? I, you know what it is? I didn't see Victoria. Do we see that? That's no, what I don't I remember. She said it off camera, but Victoria didn't deny mm-hmm. it. She didn't deny uh, it. She just said it was yeah, taken yeah. out of context. And he said, well, what context is it okay to call another girl a hoe? Okay. I didn't think that was a big of a deal. I'm not, and listen, you know me, I'm not team Victoria by any means. I just thought, okay, now we're getting a bit petty girl you were adult someone calls you a hoe that's not a word i don't know i don't know how much power that word and someone's like hey she's a hoe i mean how much power does that word carry in a, in a setting wow. like that it depends it depends on where you're coming yeah, from. again again we didn't see it so i don't know but i guess it's the trickle down effect it's not so much that i get it if that really made someone uncomfortable and if that really happened in a way off camp, we didn't get to see it. Okay. Victoria is an asshole anyway. I get it. I guess we, what I'm kind of confused about is the whole MJ thing. I didn't see that. I, I you know, I didn't really see that either. And I'm curious what's going to happen with the MJ Yesenia. It, it was like a trickle down effect. Right. Yes. I agreed with the Anna stuff. Okay. The Victoria stuff. Yes. If that really offended somebody, if that really happened, that's fine. She was causing trouble the whole time. I'm not surprised. MJ, has she been the happiest? Um, no, she's you know, been fairy awful. in the block. She's yeah, been awful. She is, does have a negative vibe, but I don't know exactly what happened. So I just felt like until we see, I have the vibe that like, oh, I can go and tell Matt this happened now. I really don't like MJ. You know, she's she's negative, but what did she do? Do you well, remember? Well, so let's see. I'm a little bit confused by that particular scenario and it's towards the end. So I kind of feel like maybe let's deal with things a little bit more chronologically. Uh-huh. So he sits down, Anna, Anna admits to being, um, to having, you know, spread the rumor that what's her face. Brittany is an escort. She feels yes. really bad. She's all remorseful. You have to know that I feel terrible. I'm breaking out in hive. She made it all about herself uh-huh. and how bad she uh-huh. felt instead of what she had done to Brittany. Um, it's completely out of my character, but I'll give that to Anna that she immediately, you know, kowtowed to it or whatever. She owned yeah. up to it. She Felt didn't like she deny it. it well. Yeah. She handled it as best as she could considering what she had done. But I do mm-hmm. wonder if she had not, if she had continued to be empowered to, to be a mean girl, if she would have continued or if she would have been like, mm. I see the error of my ways. And you know what? That was shitty of me. Brittany, good I should have never even said that out loud. I don't know. I don't know. Good, good question. I think she's a good person, but I think she got caught up in this world. And I think that, um, you know, she was probably sleep deprived too. And I think she's embarrassed. I think she's embarrassed. Absolutely. I'm sure right now she is hiding under a a blanket somewhere and, you Mm -hmm. know, having to have a lot of therapy. So I I feel for her. I, I just think that this was probably a really tough lesson that she had to learn publicly. Um, and about standing up for, what is actually truthful instead of, you know, well, I heard this. It's like, according to who, you know, what proof do you have? Don't, don't spread 
ugliness like that. So anyways, so she's gone. Her little breakdown was hilarious to me um, because it didn't seem very (laughs) sincere. So she's gone. Then everybody, there's all this running around. Now that they see her leaving, everybody's like, I'm so sorry if I ever made you feel so bad. Oh, I know. I'm so sorry if I ever made uh, you feel that way. And then what's her face? Serena C, I think the Asian one with the low voice says, you know, that so much kiss assery is going on right now. But I'm pretty sure she was part of it. Like, I, I'm i almost positive. I saw her standing at one of the tables telling somebody I'm really sorry. And then they cut to Serena saying, all the kiss-assery is crazy. So I'll have to go back so, that again. So <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let's just say that it was never brought to Matt's attention about the, you know, entertaining men for money. I loved all the, I loved all the, all the, all the, um, Euphemisms the and stuff. Or... Yeah. She entertains men for Money. Money. <laughs> Money. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm picturing it in my head now. Only if you guys could see this. Um, I wonder if she really had gotten called out, if she would have continued to do the same thing. Now, it was like so obvious. Like, oh, oh my God, Anna's gone. Now, oh my God, I'm, and, and Victoria. Oh God, you know, I have to give this to her. She seems like a smart person. She can read a room. She can start to figure things out. Now, emotionally, don't think she's well, but like, she was like, oh, I see the writing on the wall. I need to do some damage control. But it's like, you know, a day late, a dollar short, Victoria. She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm so sorry. And I never really meant that. And and it's like, what? A lot of the girls were doing that because they were scared. They were like, oh shit, this is not being tolerated. Didn't you get that vibe? Oh yeah. Absolutely. They'd been caught and they were scrambling and um, (laughs) to try and make it right all of a sudden. But anyway, so Victoria has her fucking meltdown after she talks to Matt, after Matt, like kind of, he does confront her and say, you know, well, she's telling me you called her a hoe and the whole cheers to the old G's. And she's trying to pretend like she has this playful attitude when I can understand why she thinks that. But, you know, Ayanna Van Zant says, and I've been trying to work on this in my own life. You are responsible for the energy that you bring to the room, that you bring to the table. Who says that? Ayanna Van Zant. She's like a life coach and an author and, you know, speaker, all that good stuff. Uh-huh. And she, uh, well, so you can stand back all you want and say, well, I didn't intend it that way. But at some point in time, still have to take responsibility for what came, what it came across, regardless of your intentions. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn to tweak your delivery if that's truly not your intention. Mm-hmm. He had already been told, like, can you just stop with this? You know, stop attacking this person. That There are other things. And so regardless of whether or not you think you're being playful, you're not. Other people are seeing it differently. So mm-hmm. I did see on social media that Victoria was apologizing after last week's episode. Because the way she handled it, you yeah. know. Can she I just didn't tell hug you Matt. too? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's so funny. Um, so after last week's episode, I listened to Nick Vial's podcast. He was like doing a recap with Lauren Zima. And he was saying that he just does not see Victoria apologizing ever. Because Lauren was like, don't you think you would forgive her or give her a second chance if she apologized? I'll give anybody a second chance if they apologize. He was like, first of all, I don't think she's going to. But second of all, I don't think that she's going to apologize, you know, full stop or whatever. And he was like, if she comes out and says this, this, that, and the other, then, you know, maybe we'll see or whatever, but I just don't think she has it in her. And then the apology came out and I was like, that verbiage sounds a lot like what Nick said she should say. Oh, it came out after? From what I know. I mean, and I, there could be no correlation whatsoever, but it was weird to me that I had listened to that. And then a day or two later, somebody posted on one of the, you know, bachelor Facebook pages. Hey, did y'all see this? Victoria's big apology on social media. And I was like, did she like take in all the feedback from all the podcasts saying you're a horrible person and all the tweets saying you're a horrible person? And like, I, you know, it just the way that she conducted herself and we won't know until the women's tell or uh, tell all or until later on down the road, whether or not it's sincere and it's hard to take. There's her a tell all. Do they yes. all like have a reunion like together? And there's a tell all. There's a like tell all. Yeah. <gasps> with There's all a, wait with all the contestants all except the final two or three i think for the except for the final two so they have it then oh. and then they have the finale and then they'll do an after the final rose where you'll hear from the person that got dumped at the very end and then their their fiance 
Um, it's the first time they'll be like out in public together oh. since the show. So okay. we'll see. We'll see how things shake down. Um, I really hope they don't invite her to Bachelor in Paradise, but I understand. Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, they need to make good TV. So may I bring okay. something up? I was curious. Okay. Um, I, after Anna, have you? First of all, have you ever seen anyone like leave like that without not getting a rose? Like, yes. like he's basically. Oh, you have. Like, oh, you yeah. need to leave. Yes. Okay. It just, I don't know, just some weird feeling like he was the boss, like firing somebody or I don't know. I mean, what are the other options where the producer is going to step in and do it? Like that wouldn't make for good TV. So I know that, you know, and I, it just, I was fine with that and I was fine with the Victoria thing, but now I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with the MJ, you know, as we trickle down, because so far what I've heard, MJ was like, okay, this is varsity or JV. And it's like. There, mm, it's it's not it's that more, simple. She has been this big, huge ball of negativity and saying things like, I don't know if you remember this when the girls came in. She's like, you have to understand that like we've been here since like day one, which has been like yeah. three weeks ago, like big fucking deal. Yeah. You know, and just like when she's talking to when you walk into a room full of strangers and someone says something like that to you about a situation you have zero fucking control over. How does it make mm-hmm. you feel unwelcome? Put yourself in a situation in which you didn't feel welcome. She absolutely made them feel like they were not welcome in the house. And it's not their fault the way everything shook down. She made a lot of snarky comments. She said things bluntly to them. And she was a little pot stir. I'm sorry. I I feel like MJ did not take any responsibility whatsoever for what she brought to the table. Uh. She instead says, I spread peace and harmony. And I'm like, girlfriend, just because you've got wild hair doesn't mean that you are a yoga guru spreading peace and harmony. Yeah. Babs and I both. Your actions and your words. No. Okay. Sorry. Uh, No, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Babs and I both looked at each other and we're like, yeah, there is no peace and harmony vibes about her. But I'm just curious to hear more of what went on. I'm just kind of like, okay, daddy's still like, you're in the principal's office, you know, waiting to see the principal. That's the, all. the thing is, like, I don't remember seeing the conversation between Jasenia and Matt about MJ. So I guess that's where we're confused. I don't know if I need to, you know, watch I don't think further. they showed it. Maybe they didn't okay. show it. I don't think. So anyway, yeah. that that's going on. And I mean, listen, for good TV, they left it at the cliffhanger. Okay, there's like, you know, that really smart. You guys are brilliant. That's why you're Bachelor Nation. That's why you're an empire. I get it. Okay, so that's going on. Oh, but like the Victoria thing, Babs and I were laughing because before she got cut, after she talked to Matt and he goes, I have, you know, a lot to think about. She goes off and I'm like, who is she talking to? She was outside talking to a camera person. Oh, uh, yeah. Producer. Uh, Yeah. She was outside talking and I was like, okay. And then she's in the bathroom and I don't know if someone was in there or she was just talking to herself. I don't know. Probably a producer. Yeah. And she's like, you know. She was just naive. I think she was naive. She's just like, Matt wouldn't want to be with anybody else but me. And it's so funny. One minute, like, no, I'm so upset because I'm going to be with Matt. And the next minute, like, you know, he disses her. And then she's like, yeah, I feel sorry for you. And I don't want to be with him. I'm a, I'm a queen. <laughs> but, okay. My thing about Victoria, after Anna or Anna was cut, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the true test. I kind of had made a wager with Babs. I'm like, I don't know if Victoria is going to get cut because let's see if the producers want her to stay. Let's see what's going to happen. And then she was cut and I'm like, okay, interesting. She's not needed. Matt made that decision, you know? She was, everyone was like, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria every week. So. Okay. So a couple of things that we've just like kind of glossed over. He had a one-on-one with Rachel uh, those are the Louis Baton or Bout- you were mentioning Bout- that yeah, Le- one or something. Le Bouton, yeah, her shoes. He turned um, over the shoe and I guess it had that red on the bottom and she immediately knew what it was. And I was like, I don't fucking know what's so special about these shoes. And then I guess they're like thousand dollar shoes or something, I think. Yeah. They're okay. they're real they're real expensive. Right. Everything um, that she got was expensive. So you said you didn't like that date. Um, they usually do like a fashion date at oh, least once okay. in the in the season. No, just, and it creates yeah, a it lot just, of animosity from the other girls. 
Of course. That's like, cause you know, she was all sweet about it, but she comes in in her new dress and all these bags and other girls are like in their sweatshirts, kind of like, okay. Especially the ones that have had like these deep, meaningful, and I get Michelle, you know, I remember I told you I could see him with Michelle. They had the hot air balloon date and all that. Like, she's just kind of like, uh, what's going on? And again, I'm like, you know what this show is about? but I understand how you'd be feeling like that. It's, I, I see both sides. You, you're, okay. you, you're saying after Rachel's date, Michelle was acting that way. Yeah. Or she, yeah, she, a lot of them were that had one-on-ones with him just kind of like, well, I thought my one-on-one was special and I thought my one-on-one was special. And it's like, you do understand the way the show works. Right. <laughs> but I just think, you know, when Rachel came back with all of her bags, it was just, I was kind of uncomfortable for the other girls. I was like, ouch, how can you really be happy for somebody? You're dating the same man and you got showered in like really nice clothes, you know? So, and they do it to create animosity. It's it's TV. So there was that. Um, It seems like he and Rachel have a really good connection. Like he's really interested in her. He did say, I'm falling for you too. Here's why. Another thing I didn't like about Rachel. Okay. And Babs and I were both like, at each other. She's like, I think I'm out of your league. I no, don't think I deserve. I think you're out of my league. Yeah, I think you're. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you. <laughs> I think you're out of my league. I'm like, don't tell him that. Give no. him a bigger head. And no, I understand where she was coming from. And she was just like, oh, I don't deserve any of this. And I, you know, and I understand because I deal with some issues like that. But the whole thing about like, you know, you're out of my league was, I don't know. Maybe you think it, but don't tell the man that. Don't give away too much power, girl. So, but she's giving away power. I think she was just kind of coming like when I think she said something about, you know, have tough time with confidence sometimes. Like, uh, under normal circumstances, if I saw you in a bar or Mm -hmm. I would just go, that guy's out of my league. I'm not even going to talk to him. You know what I mean? Interesting because she's really beautiful. Even though I don't like her, she's really beautiful. She is really beautiful, but that doesn't mean that she's, you know, what's the word? Confident. No. That just because someone is pretty doesn't mean like automatically their life is nothing but a runway show. Like they feel that kind of confidence or whatever. I'm not saying that. I just mean that, you know, sometimes people don't see how they can't, they don't see what others see. Okay. So there's that. Then there was a group date where they were shoveling shit and um, milking goats and stuff. uh, And everybody started breaking the fuck down. And he started making out with Piper while she was doing an interview, which I'm sure Piper really appreciated because she was one of the ones kind of breaking down because she's ready for a one-on-one really bad. He seems like he has a really good connection with Piper and I like her a lot. And then after the group date, I guess was when things started. Oh, no, no, no. Then there was. So after the group date, the cocktail party was when things started coming out and the argument, the first argument between Jasenia and MJ started going down because Matt told MJ, well, this was said or whatever. And MJ comes back and is like, who's talking about me? And honestly, (laughs) in situations like this, I don't know if it's just me. I want to hear from other Bachelor watchers. I don't understand why you don't just keep your mouth shut. Why do you own up to it? Like, just be like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's like, he said it was brought to my attention and Katie just kept her mouth shut. And I guess nobody said, well, who brought it to his attention? At least not that we saw on camera, but it's like, you know, just keep your mouth shut. Um, I don't know. Is it just me or is that just a little bit too, does that seem like you're being devious or whatever? Because it's like, it's the bachelor. you're more concerned. You're more concerned about how it looks than the fact that you said it. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Mm. You don't realize how you got off. So instead, you're going to be mad and place blame on the person that said it instead of mad at yourself for being a bitch. I don't know. I So I don't really think the person that said it owes it to anybody to say, well, it was me, and then become a target themselves. Oh, did you notice at the end when they went to go see Matt, they're waiting for him? They both brought their luggage. You always have to pack. Every rose ceremony, every oh, time you, you go, do, yeah, you always have to pack and be ready for them. If you're leaving, your bags in case oh, you're leaving. Oh shit! Okay, that makes sense because I was like, they, they never show it though. But this, they showed them like put their luggage down. And I'm like, oh, someone's gonna go, but not necessarily. That's what they always do. Luggage is always a thing on a two-on-one. So there's usually always a two-on-one, and it's usually two people in the house that hate each other, and then they'll show their luggage, and all the girls are waiting to find out who he sends home and who he keeps. 
So then, you know, one of the handlers will come and get the girl that was kicked off. They'll get her luggage and handler. Yeah. Yes. And that's how the girls in the house will find out uh, whoever got kicked off, you know? Gotcha. What are your, who's your money on getting kicked off? I wouldn't be surprised if they both went. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Because Jasenia was, she was right, but she was getting really upset and that sort of thing. MJ is like super frustrating to talk to because as soon as she doesn't like what you're saying, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, okay, well, that's convenient because you just spewed fire at me. And now Mm. it's my turn to respond. And all of a sudden you're done because you don't like what I have to say. I hate that. Yeah. If if they're going to sit there and listen to your rant, they deserve to be heard too. So I was thoroughly annoyed with that. But the fact was she was getting under Jasenia's skin, unfortunately, even though Jasenia had nothing to feel bad about. So I guess that means that she's probably going to look bad too, especially if they're arguing whenever Matt walks into the house. So I wouldn't be surprised if they both go home. It doesn't seem like he has enough of a connection with Jasenia that she'll stay too long. If she stays, I think it'll be for like one more week. Mm-hmm. Um I hope that MJ goes home and I hope that she works on that whole peace and harmony thing because I liked her in the beginning. Like I thought, I thought I saw in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something really spunky and fun about her and I guess they broke her or something. I don't know because (laughs) she's broken. Little little demon came out of her. Um, Yeah. She was, she was not nice to Sarah. Then she was not nice to the new girls. And now she's being not nice to Jasenia. It's like, how many people do you have to like have beef with before you realize yeah. that you're the common denominator amongst all of them? Oh, we got it. Okay. So a one-on-one last one really nice was Kit. Right. And as we know, I wasn't crazy about her in the beginning because first of all, I still think she's too young for marriage material. I mean, she's 21, but after the date, you know, I don't mind her. She's not my favorite, but I like how, you know, obviously we know her mom's a famous fashion designer and Matt designed a date doing something that she loved. And she confessed that growing up, you know, being in the spotlight, her mom was famous and probably traveling all the time. The time that she felt safe with her mom was in the kitchen. And I thought that was cool how they were cooking and, or maybe it was just cause I'm on day 30 of my 30 day and like <laughs> the cookies look good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could be like bark. We, yeah, we could bark up that tree. Which side note, I'm not stopping, so it doesn't matter. But I thought it was cool. It was intimate, and one of them both said, "Even oh, well, Matt said, oh, I kind of forgot I'm not in my own kitchen cooking." So it seemed to be a very relaxed date. It mm-hmm. seemed to be fun. I think so far that was one of my favorite dates because it was realistic. It was like something something that someone could really relate to that was important to them. Right. And um, I just wish she was older. But I'm not marrying the girl, so it doesn't matter to me, I right. guess. Exactly. What's your takeaway? Um, I don't really have any different feelings about her. Um, the, the thing is, like, a bunch of... I saw a couple of memes, like, me, whenever Kit says she had it really hard growing up or whatever, and they're playing this little tiny violin and that sort of thing. Everybody was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't, ha- I don't feel bad for you. And I'm kind of like, guys, just because somebody grows up with money, or like we were talking about with Rachel, just because somebody's good-looking... It doesn't absolve them of the normal human emotions of insecurities, of jealousy, of frustration, all, you know, all the litany. So I get that it it was hard for her, regardless of whether in some ways their life is harder. I was going to say, yeah, it may even be harder. And I just want to pause here and say, this is why I opted for mediocrity so that I don't make my son feel bad or like he's in my shadow or (laughs) (laughs) that. Oh, Leanne. Or that. Oh, Leanne. Anyhow. Okay. Oh, Leanne. No, 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 no. We're not thinking small here. We're going to think big. It was a a big piece of cheese. Here we go. Was it though? Motivational speaker. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Two things. One, the show ends. Who the fuck is Heather? Okay. Here's it shows the up at the end. So we yeah. see that there's going to be some, some bachelor contestants from the past, some bachelor royalty, I guess you could say. Okay. So you were talking about Tyler earlier and we're going to get into that because y'all Kurt Ooh. told me something from the yeah, game. I told, I told her something. Yeah. Okay. Now, hold on. Let me tell you who all these people are. Tyler. His best friend, his bro, who like brought him into Bachelor Nation, was one of the final three on Hannah B's season. Hannah B was like, let's say, top five or six on Colton's season before. Okay. 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 
So we had Colton season. Hannah B was on it. And on the same season was Heather. So Hannah and Heather became friends. Okay. Then Hannah is made the bachelorette. Tyler C is one of her top three. Tyler C and her become good friends, even though they weren't together together. Her and Tyler C, like after it's a long story, Hannah B, her, her dude that she picked turned out to be a douchebag that had had a girlfriend the whole time or something like that. So she dated Tyler C again. The whole time like, on The Bachelor? He was allowed to be on there with a girlfriend? I mean, there's two different perspectives. Like the girl came out and said, you know, they were together together. And he went on the show just to make a name for himself because he was a musician. And mm. then um, she said that he just kind of ignored her whenever he got back. Never explained like, hey, I actually fell in love with Hannah. We're together now. Like, oh, my God. So there's this whole like, oh, he's this jerk that had a girlfriend the whole time he was on the show. But he has a different perspective. He's like, we absolutely were not together. So anyhow, it's it whatever. So some drama happened and she and the guy she chose, Jed is his name, are not together. So Hannah and Tyler tried to date again, but they ended up just like being friends. So they're friends and they're part of this like quarantine crew, which includes Matt and Heather sometimes and other people from Bachelor Nation. Meaning okay. they hang they hang they were hanging out during quarantine. Yeah, like they were potting together in Florida yeah. or something. And that sort of and also they just hang out in life, like they were hanging out. But there's all these videos and social media posts because they all hang out together. And Heather is part of that crew. Gotcha. Which means that Heather has probably had a huge crush on Matt all this time. Or she wants to stay relevant. I don't know. But she's showing up to the Bachelor Mansion probably to say, do you think I could chat with Matt and let him know what my feelings are? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Chris acts all surprised. Like, oh, Heather, this could ruin the Bachelor. This could ruin everything. So that's what she's probably coming to confess. I fell in love. Or maybe they hooked up during quarantine. Maybe. Okay. So that clears that up. So basically, Tyler is responsible for, or he helped Matt get into this whole thing. Tyler is responsible for Matt being, yeah, part of the Bachelor Nation. So Tyler's going to be on the next episode from what we can tell I saw that. Yes. Tell me what you thought of Tyler. Okay. So I've seen, you know, now that I'm following Matt on Instagram, like he tagged a, Tyler a happy birthday post and so I started looking at Tyler and I'm like oh who's Tyler and my first you know um the first the vibe that I got I was just looking at a typical gay guy's um Instagram typical posts a lot of like hot shirtless pictures short 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 shorts stuff that like you know my gay guy friends like to wear that are in really good shape and a lot of like bro love there was like a it was a male vibe i didn't see any women on there occasional probably the potting people you we were talking about like a few girls here or they like in the distance but you know hugging on guys hugging on matt um it just got a real kind of west hollywood like semi douchey kind of vibe you know so i thought oh is this guy For gay people who are I'm, not familiar with what west hollywood means you know, West Hollywood is uh, Boys Town here in LA. And it can be... Per- and by Boys be- Town, you mean Gay Boys Town. Yeah, Gay Boys Town. Yes. Okay. So there's the West Hollywood gays and then there's the East Side gays. So it's like the East Side, like the hipsters, like, East you know, Coast, the artists. Coast, Coast, and then Coast. West Hollywood, this is just the vibe. It's like West Hollywood's expensive. You have the more prostickety or the guys that are in really good shape, a lot of models, actors, which, you know, of course I could totally live there, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day. But yeah, no, I have no desire to live when in West Hollywood. When you have an empty nest. Oh, I have oh, no right. desire to live in West. No, it's just, oh. there's no need. I mean, okay. I don't, it's really expensive. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> oh, they come to me. I ain't got to uh, Oh, Hollywood. Well, thank you. Well, there you go. Exactly. And if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I don't want to be in West Hollywood, <laughs> you know? So anyway, I just got the vibe and I'm looking and it's like, well, maybe this guy's gay. You know, maybe there's something going on. And I can remember you telling me that there was a bachelor season where there was a guy, he had kind of a weird re- I didn't see, and I say weird, but like a unique relationship with the guy on the show. They were kind of like, what's up with those guys? They're pretty friendly. Mm, this is and not I him. thought that, and that's not him. Okay. No. So I did see that he had a picture of a, like a baby. So he fathered a child, Tyler. I doubt it. It was probably a niece or something. Oh, I thought it was like one year old. Okay. Maybe I misunderstood. And then I saw pictures of like, in this, like, looks like a closet they were living in in new york it's like a picture of their first apartment matt and tyler so anyway um yeah tyler hi i think you're hot and um that's the body type that i'm going for that i'm working towards so i have like a you know i think he's handsome but i also want his body type so 
I don't know. So what, what's your what's your take on all that? Am I out in left field with the whole um, Tyler thing? Well, so I have always wondered what why the girls are just like going nuts over Tyler because he's not my cup of tea. Um, mm-hmm. In his package at the beginning of Hannah B's season, when they introduced him, they showed him like dancing around this house that he was building because he's a contractor who loves to dance. And he was like shirtless oh. with his tool belt on. And I was watching this and I was, it was cringe city for me. <laughs> I was I like, find that. Can we he's find that? Not, I'm that. sure we can. I'm sure we can. I was like, I didn't think he was that good of a dancer. And I don't mean to say this because I think I'm a good dancer, but I danced enough in college to have seen a lot of good dancers <laughs> and he would not have been one of them. Um, I just wasn't very impressed. And it was just kind of weird to me. I was like, how come nobody's making more fun of this? Like I, to uh-huh. me, this is so cringy, but yeah. other people just immediately loved him from what I had watched either that or else it was just the circles that I ran in. Cause you know, I run in okay. the chatty broad circles and all of those girls love him. Um, and then he gets off the show. Oh, the other thing was though, that he was, he was amazing on the show. Like he got a really good edit and he came off as a really good guy. So everybody loved him for So for that reason, I liked him. Now he's done a few douchey things since then that are questionable. Oh, Uh, and I don't think he's quite up on the same pedestal as everybody thinks. And, but they are just like major broing out him and Matt. Yes. That I'm just like, I think you two need a break. Need a break. What is your identity <laughs> outside of each other? I'm starting to yeah. wonder. Um, so anyhow, I think it's really interesting that you got gay vibes from him because usually y'all yeah. they, y'all pride yourselves on your gaydar. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I'm gonna say, like everybody in Bachelor Nation that's on the show, like seems to have teeth whitening. Oh, and, probably. Um, yeah, just everyone. Like, I would no do one's it te- if I were going on the show. I would, oh yeah, yeah. No, totally. I mean, I want to do it now. It just reminds me of like I want to get my teeth whitened. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'd be doing all the things, working with the so, personal anyway, trainer, all the things. So I'm looking forward to next week. There's yeah. several cliffhangers, and I can't believe I've hung on this long. Now I'm now I'm in. You're Thank committed. You, very much. you know what? So you did that live right. the other night, and you reminded me how you like it's a special night, so you get a Chipotle bowl because it's still on mm-hmm. plan for you. So mm-hmm. I might I might make Monday nights a Chipotle situation for me, and we can have special chipotle bowls with our bachelor wife. Yes. Cause I got to say it's the perfect clean meal in a bowl because, um, the way I have to eat, it's like now chipotle, it's not just like Rome. It used to be just romaine, but they have spinach and kale. And so you, you get all the greens, you can ask for extra greens. They don't charge you. So you you got to do a healthy, okay. I get all the bouginess. You got to have a healthy carb. So I either do brown rice or beans. If I have to choose between the two, I'm going to do beans, but I do a mix of beans. Got to have your healthy protein. So I will do chicken or, oh my God, the barbacoa. I do You'll never like want to have anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I avoided it for years. I don't need a lot of red meat. It's so good. All the salsas are friendly to the program that I'm on. There's no vinegar or sugar in them. And then a secret, everyone, you can take credit for this. If you ask for a big fat scoop of guac, I seem to get a bigger scoop of guac and not get charged extra. And I'm always like, hey, can I have a big, but it's not really cute. Okay. So Chipotle, you already have this like a glass up, you know, for protection. And then you're in a mask. So I feel like I'm screaming at people in Chipotle. They're like, huh? Huh? Big fat scoop of guac. What? You call me fat? No, I'm (laughs) kidding. (laughs) And then, so you just have to avoid the cheese sour cream. I didn't realize that Chipotle was sponsoring us. (laughs) So Chipotle, come on in. Come on in, Chipotle. The so water anyway, is nice it's a perfect, in here. It's the perfect clean like meal for my program in a bowl, like in a hurry. Because yeah. like veggies, food, no 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 yeah. pesticides, veggies, protein, carbs. Yeah, fats. but another little he- a little hack: ask for a cup of water, and you can get sparkling water for free. They have soda water in the fountain. Do they know that? Yeah, they know soda that water. you're getting soda water. Yeah. Okay. Soda. It's water. You don't get. Yeah, soda water. Yeah, but there's usually a little thing for water and something separate. And there's the soda. Like sparkling water. (gasps) Oh my God. Have I been ripping off Chipotle all this time? I thought I considered it as water just because there's soda water. There's. Well, but they have to pay for the carbonation that they're (gasps) running through the machine. But oh, actually, here in LA, because they're really like still careful and shut down, you know? 
Um, okay. They have to go get my water for me when I ask for a water cup and I tell them I want soda water oh, and they get it. Okay. Well then if they don't charge you and they're, they're getting the soda water themselves, then I think that's fine. Well, maybe at that point they're annoyed. They have to walk over. I don't blame them and like serve my fountain drink. I did that. Anyway. So whenever I was a teen, I would get the water <laughs> cup and then put some soda in it. And I look back on that and I'm like, oh, that was super shady and rude, Leanne. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, I really didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, it's water. Okay. And I, anyway, I don't know. But anyway, yes, Mondays will be Chipotle night then, right? Okay. I like that plan. Let's do All it. Right, Chipotle, y'all. sponsor us. <laughs> Okay, if you have questions or comments, we want to hear your feedback. Email us at teenagertoddler2020 at gmail.com. If you want more content because you can't get enough of us, then you can support us on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash teenagertoddler. And please follow us on Instagram at teenagertoddler. We did a live last night during The Bachelor. It was a little, it was a little off the cuff. And also, guys, we love you. And it's my son's birthday. And as a birthday <gasps> present to him, I would love nothing more if you would kindly rate and review our podcast wherever oh, you get yeah. your podcast content. It really helps other people find us. And um, tell your friends about us. That I mean, it's the absolute sincerest form of flattery for you to spread the word about this podcast. Happy birthday, little man. It's the Happy best birthday, birthday gift. Little man. Little we'll man. talk about it. Three years old. The more on our check-in for our next podcast. Awesome. Okay. All right, we y'all. We just solved Bachelor Peace. We just solved Bachelor and World Peace. Okay. Love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs>